Hey everybody, I want to take a second to tell you about Snagit 2022. I don't have time to go into all the details about Snagit 2022, but it has a variety of options for fast and easy to use video creation. It's got new ways to work across devices and platforms with the new cloud library. And your purchase or upgrade includes your first year of maintenance and the newly updated Snagit certification course. With 20 plus videos of Snagit how-tos, certification is a great way to help you speed up your workflows, unlock potential, and get your work done faster. So check out Snagit 2022 today at snagit.com. And now, back to the podcast. Good morning and good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Visual Lounge. My name is Matt Pierce. I am the Learning and Video Ambassador for TechSmith Corporation. So happy that you could be with us today. We have got a great show because one of the fundamental things that every good video creator should know about is how to write a good script. And not only how to do it well, but how to get faster at it, especially if you're doing instructional content, you probably got a backlog that's about 10,000 items long and you need to get through those really quickly. So a few years ago, uh, I was at a conference called TLDC. So shout out to our friends at TLDC. And I met our guest, Dana Haynes, and her husband, Chris, uh, in Phoenix, Arizona, of all places. And, you know, I, I I didn't really get to know them too well, but I knew like, okay, they're creating e-learning modules, kind of like doing freelance. It seemed like, it seemed like she's probably going to tell me I was all wrong. One of the interesting things is they were living in an RV full-time, and I thought, man, that is so fascinating. But here's the cool thing. That is not the most fascinating thing about Dana Haynes. Dana is someone that, as I've gotten to know her over the last couple of years, is someone who dives in and has been working hard to refine her processes. She has been really like, I've seen this like this drive to make better videos, to make more effective videos, to make videos faster. And that's why I'm so excited to talk with her today, because we're going to talk about some of that process that she's learned and she's been dealing with and trying to just uh, give out. And so what I love about Dana and so many of our guests is that they're just willing to share their knowledge and information. And with that all said, I'd like to welcome. Hey, thank you. I think we should just stop right there. Like just in case, like, I uh, make your information falsified or something like that was a great intro. Like we're good. We're good. Let's just, let's just go home. So I do make videos right now, but like, let's go back a little bit. Cause I think you'll probably see a lot of this come out um, a little bit later. Um, it started. So I call myself like a poor photographer. So it all started with photography and I had a dream to do a photography business. I had to learn design um, web uh, HTML programming. Um, I just had to learn all the things all by myself. So totally bootstrapped thing. And, um, and it has just been an amazing journey leading me down all these different wandering roads. You are correct. We were doing e-learning on the road in an RV. Um, very complicated because here we are sending 300 megabyte files up and down from the cloud. And every time somebody wanted a revision, it was like, Oh my God, no, no. That's 300 megabytes. That takes me hours to upload just because, you know, it can be a little bit tricky. Um, so then um, I made the switch a little bit more from e-learning to more video development. So right now I am working. At, I'm no longer independent. I am working at ServiceNow and I create tutorial videos for product documentation, especially when you're working with digital, especially when you're working in software. Your job is never done. There's constant revisions needed. So, um, so that just weighs a lot. And I really needed to be in a space where I could be more present for my kids, my daughter, my son, my husband. 
just so that's why I'm working hard, right? That's why we have these bigger jobs and do all these things. And so that way we can enjoy life more. Um, so that's why I, I like physically had to have a solution or I was going to go crazy, yeah. like crazier than females already are. <laughs> well, I think you're right about the stress level. And I don't think it's, I mean, I think it's everybody right. And in, in this kind of crazy COVID, uh, the world is in a different, uh, a different, uh, difficult situation. I think everyone's stressed and having that time makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense to me that you'd want to not have to be thinking about all the challenges of work, you know, like, and I think a lot of instructional design jobs, it feels like there's just taking the information, um, and pulling it in and you're got to kind of process that. So, okay. So we got this, this need kind of this personal mm-hmm. need to get faster, which makes a lot of sense. Um, but one of the things that we've talked about a little bit is kind of where that, that speed comes from. And I, I think one of the things we talked about was the idea of your script being mm-hmm. kind of one of those places that you can kind of make or break the timing on something, right? Like, and I'm guessing it's not just yep. how long it takes you to write it, but everything from the process on. Right. From start to finish. So we're working with these SMEs and if I'm taking too long, to write the script if my script is taking three weeks and then plus we have video production after that like they're bored with it and quite honestly so am i big we need to be moving on in life like the software gets updated too fast so um they get put on different projects and then inevitably there's some kind of fire that comes up on my end hey can you help on this um so it's important to write the script fast it's important to get the video out faster. The faster I can get it to them, I have found this to be like key right here. The faster I can get it to them and the smaller the script is, the fewer the changes. The whole thing is just so much faster. We're saving weeks. I don't want to question you because we're friends here, but like week, really like weeks? Weeks, weeks. I So at the beginning of the year, like the service now is if, if, like... I always say like I challenge myself pretty much, but then here's like service now who's like, here, hold my beer. I'm going to challenge you more. Um, so <laughs> one of the things we had to do at the beginning of the year is our goals. And so one of my goals was to shave off time in every single area of making a video. And by the way, your Camtasia release this year, or when was that October? Like that was perfect. That was perfect for that. I have shaved time off there. Um, but the scripting really has been a bigger chunk of the time savings and yes, weeks, weeks. Yeah. Well, that's Believe awesome. It, and and like thank you for the plug to four. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, um, you talked about the boredom, like that, uh, subject matter experts, the instructional designers get bored. Um, and I, I can totally see that, right? Like I get excited about projects. I get halfway through it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, gosh, it's hard to finish. It's hard to wrap through. I'm curious for you, what be beyond the boredom, what are mm-hmm. the hardest, what was the hardest part of writing scripts for you that you found where it was just dragging that time out? The revision process, hands down. So this okay. SME comes to you and they're like, Bleh. like they have everything. They know they have like all these things they want to include. But also sometimes I have found they are not prescriptive on the parts that actually matter the most. So if we were to define this thing that we're doing a video on people, like sometimes they don't even know if it's a form or if it's a box or if it's an application, like, like this thing has to have a name. It exists. So what's the name? And then there's fights over like what this name is. 
So, um, so these, the scripting, my questionnaire that I have digs down into all of this stuff. And all of a sudden I'm able to take three sentences and condense it down to one. So not only is the script shorter, I am literally like counting sentences, like super anal about it. So not only is the script shorter, but then just the demo and creating the video itself, all of it becomes shorter as well. And it's more powerful just because each sentence is packed full of content. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And it, it does seem like it, I mean, for anyone watching, it seems like that makes a lot of sense to, uh, take the information and get them to, to give it to you in a way that makes sense. Cause I'm guessing you're not an expert on every process that you have. And so, so, so you are, of course you are. I, I shouldn't have doubted. I'm sorry. <laughs> I doubted you. <laughs> But no, like, I'm not. I mean, what you literally told me, like, there's like, what, four years of backlog work. <laughs> You've got a, a lot of work. I, a I little... think three, I, just three, just three. Just, just three. <laughs> so it, it becomes imperative though, that to grab that, that information. How do you mm-hmm. like, so you've got this form. How did you decide what questions that should go on there? Cause I'm guessing if like, if I were to go out and create myself some kind mm-hmm. of form, uh, it would be different than your form. It might be different than, yep. you know, anyone watching form. So how did you narrow down those questions of what to ask your subject matter ex- experts? If you can go do a little pre-research on your own and figure it out, that gives you a big head start. Um, then one of the things I have done is I have selected, I think there's like a, I have like a total of 26 questions Okay. and I will customize them. I will delete some as needed. Um, but it has been a revision process. I think I am on like the fourth major revision now of these questions. And like your words matter. I'm t- t- changing one or two or three que- words in one question. It is amazing the different content you get back. So you just kind of throw it, uh, just pick some questions and then try it, manipulate it, and then just constantly revise. Do you have one question that's like the one that is like it brings it home or it's always got gets the most kind of grab and benefit for you? Oh gosh. Um, <laughs> of your 26 questions, which one is the, your favorite? The definition favorite. question, the definition Definitely. by far. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, like define what this thing is mm-hmm. or define what this mm-hmm. means. Yep. Yep. And we specifically need to talk about like, and I, and I do get a little bit broad. So like who's using this thing and again, like specifically what it's called. Cause I feel like sometimes maybe we dodged what this thing actually is, why it exists. Right. Right. Okay. You know, that's, that's awesome. And I, I, I think pro- I can, I can hear the the rebel in me saying like, Oh, that sounds like, this sounds like a lot of work. Is it really worth it? Like to do, cause I mean, we're, cause as instructional designers, we're all, we've been taught uh-huh. about analysis, right? Do your analysis. Mm-hmm. We always talk about know your mm-hmm. audience. And it sounds like what you've done is put together a really great analysis so that when you get to the script, you're not guessing mm-hmm. at what everything is. Yes. Yeah. And then one of the things that I've done is if I am pretty solid on the content, like I'm pretty sure I understand what they were telling me and I'm confident with the information they gave me, I will just go into the video. I'll just do the whole thing and take the chance of having to redo narration or any part of the recorded demo because that is faster than going through script revisions. And sometimes people can't visualize it anyway. So, um, so it's sometimes it's just, that's part of the, again, push it out and then, just take the risk. Well, I, I love that because what you're, you've just told me is I don't necessarily have to write a script. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you, okay. Th- th- here's the difference. Here is the difference. Yeah, please. If you, if you look at our uh, YouTube channel, 
there. So I would agree with you, but I'm going to disagree right now. Um, if you look at our YouTube channel, um, we have no humans in our videos. We have no talking heads. Therefore, I have to write a script and I have to record the narration. Gotcha. And I'm not smart enough to just go and like wing it. <laughs> Right. No, 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 this makes sense. And, and, and I was being a little facetious, right? Like uh, I oh. firm, I firmly <laughs> believe that you have to write a script, uh, in, in oh. many cases. Right. But oh. it, it, it makes a lot of sense that, um, like, I love the idea that you're pushing it, like push something out because if they can't visualize it, if they don't know mm-hmm. what they've conveyed, they can't also help you get, make something that's better. Right. Like, yep. And here's the thing. If my process of creating a video is so difficult that I can't quickly redo revisions, I probably shouldn't be doing it anyway. Especially any company that has software that's always changing, right? Like Mm -hmm. you change it every three to six months, probably. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Dana, one of the things uh, I know you've, you've, I want to, I would like to visualize, cause I know you've done some of the, the work kind of to help people to, to think through this. I don't know if now's a good time to look at one of your documents that you put together. Sure. I'd be happy to show you. Cause I know you, you got a couple. Um, so, and one of these documents, I know we have, and Dana's going to switch to her screen so we can actually look at it. This is the beginning screen page for a document or program that will be eventually 100 pages long. It's only 15 pages right now in length, but it's a good start. Right. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about all things creative. Communications. I I just call it communications. I really don't care if it's a graphic or a video or a GIF or anything. The point is you are sending a message to somebody. This message, you want to have some kind of change or some kind of action afterwards. So the media absolutely does not matter. Okay, so I'll just take you through a little bit of this. We're just going to, these are kind of like the four pillars. And you will see these badges again, by the way. Okay. Okay, so this is part six where we're talking about scripting. That's obviously a lot of pages that still have to be put into this if we were only on part six. All right, so when we are creating a video or writing a book or anything, there's the author's purpose. There's only three purposes, persuade, inform, or entertain. Um, Probably um, a lot of your audience is going to be in the inform area. So there are, these do take um, a little bit of a different twist and turn with the different, the eight parts that they have right here. Um, so what are the eight parts of an informative script? So we want to start with the end first. That's all, you know, people do that a lot. And then right. we go into the definition, the value. Um, sometimes this value statement can get a little fuzzy. Are we talking about the value of the end user? So like we're in software, somebody's creating a form or they're making an app. Are we talking about their value? Yes, but then there's also going to be a value to the business, which is a little bit more of the outcome. So one thing the script is based around is um, output, oh, wait, outcome over output. And um, one of, so I really use that where we talk about where we um, focus on the output a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, so then using generic and using technical. So this generic, 
what I like to think about is we are teaching somebody how to do something, or we are um, teaching somebody how to operate safely at their job, whatever it might be. And then the technical part, we might, I call it technical, but we want to dive a little deeper. I realize that the person watching this video is an actual human with an actual career and their own goals and dreams and stuff like that. So I want the videos that I make to be a small blip on their radar to make them a rock, to get them to rock stardom, to get them to that promotion, to get them wherever they are going. I think that's important that we really need to, it's much bigger than software. It's much bigger than safety courses, whatever it might be. Okay. So I'm going to go through this a little faster. Yep. No worries. Okay, so these four areas right here, these four badges, blah, blah, blah. These are connecting, documenting, persuading. And it kind of, see how it goes, ebbs and flows through these four different areas? Mm -hmm. So if you are not, like maybe you're good at writing, but you're not good at the visual part of it. So these four, those parts of a script will map to four different angles of view. And And then could you zoom in on your screen a little bit so we can see that just a little bit better? I'm switching. There we go. Perfect. So this is to really help somebody who may not um, know really what they're capturing or why they're capturing it. So now when you're watching a YouTube video, it'll just like jump in and like cut or not cut, but like zoom in on somebody's face. Um, so we need to think about like when you are the one capturing the video, you, you know, you have to have these words in mind, like think about your connecting to your audience. Okay. Now maybe we're in this other area where we're talking about the value statement. We're persuading the audience. We're telling them that they need this. And then there might be an area where we're teaching them. So specifically in the teaching area, we're going to have a narrow angle. That means we're going to zoom in really tight. We're going to include parts of this in the shadows, parts of the other areas of the shadows. They don't need to see anything. We're talking about this one itty bitty little thing. They should have enough um, knowledge on the subject. Their, Their brain can fill in the gaps without us showing the whole thing to them. No, this is, this is really awesome. And, and, and so from, from your perspective of what you're, you're building out here and, I, you know, we'll, we'll share what we can, and I know not all of it's quite ready for, for consumption yet. Um, from the value of like, when you're creating the scripts, are you, are you also thinking about visuals along the way? Are you think, or is that coming later? What's, what's your process look like for that? Um, yes, I am thinking about it along the way. So I kind of, I do, I think like these four areas are embedded in my brain and like, they're kind of like a Bible. So as we go through this, um, each, so here's like kind of like the definitions of each of the eight areas of what you might do. And as I pull questions from the bank, this bank, I am visualizing what it might look like. And the whole thing is I am keep, I'm honestly keeping the, like I am interviewing the SME, but on the flip side, I, the whole customer, the customer has to be in mind the whole time. So I am visualizing what I want them to see rather than what the SME's words are. And right. so what I would do is just pull questions. And again, these are the questions that would need to be revised, completely customized. They are fairly generic. And the more custom you get, the better content you get from them. This has the topic that I think everyone wants. How do I write a script faster? Okay. <laughs> so back, I showed you all the questions. That, that's going to take a minute to die, to come up with the questions you really want to ask. And right. I do maybe, so there's eight parts. I try and do maybe between one and three questions per part. And I send that out to them. 
So I, I have this nice questionnaire that I send to the SME said, Hey, um, I need you to fill this out. And at that point, I'm like, this video is on hold just as far as my own bandwidth and juggling multiple projects. I will switch completely to something else. That way, when they come back with the questions and they want and they give me the demo or they show me what I need to know, they they are very organized. They know exactly what's going on. So that saves time. They're not wandering on details, giving me too much information. If you let them, they're going to give you 11 minutes worth of stuff. We shouldn't be creating seven 11-minute videos. Right. Um, then what I do is I take, I get all the stuff back from them, and then I start with writing these key statements. And I'll show you what those are. So there are five key statements that I focus on a lot. Um, why these are so powerful is, number one, they're packed full with information. They're condensed in word count. And they, these are the five areas you can repurpose. So if we're going to repurpose parts of the video or um, create a different graphic later on, like what if you have to promote your video? The, these are the areas you want to look at. Um, because they are so um, powerful, this is what your audience might need to see twice. Right. Okay, then that's it. I write those five sentences, and then I go through and start writing the middle part, which is the actual how-to part. Now, one question that just I'm going to because I want to make sure I'm asking it uh, why it's still timely as you're going through this. Uh, Peter Williams asks is if you're going to have any templates uh, to help people do this. I know you're working on the guide, which isn't quite ready. Yeah. Yet. Uh, is, is that part? Is that something that you actually like? Obviously, you got these steps, but is there a template that you use or is it just, um, uh, you know, you're working off, like you said, this is your your guiding script, your Bible of sorts to help you do this. And um, maybe it's just ingrained. I do. Um, do you want me to share something else that might answer that question? Sure. sure. If you, if you have, something. okay. So if you want to say this is a template, sure. I hate you. Yeah, I hate that word. No. I don't because it tells me that you just put me in a box. Um, so I think of it as a guide. Um, if I give this, if I pass this off to somebody to use, like they can trash the whole thing. I absolutely don't care. My, whole goal in anything I do is to get from a white blank canvas to something with text or, or a shape on it as fast as possible. Here's one of the things I do. So you, you get all your question to get questions together. And then what I do is I come to this, this little template thing or whatever I made. Um, and I do fill it in with sentences that give me a head start. I might totally not use the sentence at all. But again, we are starting with something that is not white. But I, so already what I'm seeing, because I, I, you know, we have templates, a script template that you can get from mm -hmm. the TechSmith Academy, but it's kind of this blank box, you know, to mm -hmm. columns. It doesn't, I love that you're like, I could see anyone who's serious about making lots of videos that uh, they're literally going to take this and fill in mm -hmm. like their own phrasing, their own words. So I, like I, and I have, so I'll be honest, I've never written a script in this form using this kind of style, but I, I like, I'm really drawn to it because I think there's so much good here. Like, you, you know, you're like, you're, especially for videos that you're going to, they might feel repetitive because they're like lots, lots mm -hmm. of same style or type that, you know, there's going to be a definition. There's going to be a value that yeah. you're going to prepare them. You're going to use. So I love that. And then it doesn't matter what the words are here in inside mm -hmm. of it. You put your own, like use your yeah. own tone voice, 
approach, you know, Matt Pierce says things this way. So Matt Pierce is going to use these words, whereas Dana, you would have maybe other different words. So Mm -hmm. this is really cool. And one thing I think about, so you, you're right about it being a little repetitive, Mm -hmm. but this frees me up to say, Hey, this content is absolutely groundbreaking. That freeze that I I now have the brain space to go and put a thousand percent effort into something else while I have this other area that's repetitive that that doesn't overwhelm me. Yeah. And I, you know, you know, my brain is spinning. I'm thinking about the applications. Right. And I actually uh, I said I never use a script like this, but that's I'm going to recant that. I'm going to take it back because I do actually <laughs> do this for my life, for the live streams. Right. I don't, I mean, I'm not scripting out everything I'm going to say, mm-hmm. but I have my plan. Like I, yeah. I, I've copied that plan into all my note documents. So I know like I'm going to have my, my, in, my personal introduction. I'm going to have the promo. I'm going to have an introduction. We're going to do it. I've got my interview questions. I got what's new at text. So yeah, I mean, this makes, I, and I love what you said. It frees you up. Yes, it's repetitive, but mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. Um, if, and tell me if I'm wrong, Dana, but I feel like if you are a user of whatever product and there's a video that can answer my problem, and even if it's repetitive compared to like the, a lot of other videos of, are, of the same product are the same, it doesn't matter if it answers my, mm-hmm. if it solves my problem. Yeah, that, yes. And, um, yes, and if we're <laughs> <laughs> if, if we're working with different departments, so we have a HR software or security software, those audiences are a little different, and we do have a voice and tone that we have to adhere to. Mm-hmm. But I really try hard to adapt a little bit to the developer or the SME that's talking to me because I know they are they are much closer to the customer using that product than I am. And I try to throw in, like I, I try to be a chameleon to a small degree and I try and put in their words. So I think in a way, if you do that, um, I think the video does tend to take a small degree of um, detour from the one you just did the previous month or whatever. But you said something about earlier on about like really taking your kind of words and really condensing Mm -hmm. it down, right? Making Mm -hmm. packing a lot of information into your scripts. Um, uh, is there an optimal length, uh, for video or optimal video length? And this is one I've got lots of opinions on. We've talked about it on the show before, but I'm Uh curious what you think. Uh, 26 sentences, (laughs) 26 sentences. That's not explicit or, you know, specific or not all. (laughs) Not anal at all. (laughs) So, um, so why 26? What's, what's the magic about 26? Because when you do it, inevitably, somebody's going to come back with an extra sentence or two. If they give me more than two, I really try and cut it off. Um, but I, I try and aim for maybe like 20, 22 sentences to start out with, honestly. Okay, so let's say 22. That's my goal when I'm script writing, because I know a couple more sentences are going to come in. Right. So then I get up to, hopefully I get up to 26 max and typically 26 max, 26 is going to be a little over three minutes. I have found, of course, it depends on how fast you talk. So if I get 22 sentences, I'm under three minutes. Gotcha. 
So that kind of, uh, from a length perspective of script, that makes sense, depending on, as long as you're not mm-hmm. cheating, using lots of semicolons mm-hmm. and other ways to oh, yeah. ex- extend out your sentences really long. <laughs> I do that. Um, <laughs> but like, but three, around the three minute mark is what you have found to be an mm-hmm. effective, effective video. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and I think that lines up with the data that I've seen. TechSmith has done lots of research and uh, looking at what people prefer. And um, I, I think for Marilyn's perspective, I think Dana, you've done a good job understanding your audience, what they need, getting in, getting out. And I think that's, a, it's a great link. Um, I don't want to ever discourage anyone from thinking you know, like, think about what your audience really needs and fit, fit the video to them. Um, yeah. But shorter is always better, but, but it's okay to go a little longer. Yeah. And, and if you have a human in the video, I think the three minute thing is kind of out the window in my opinion, because um, now you're being entertaining. There's more entertainment elements than the videos I do. How do you get an SME to restart after a prolonged period of silence due to the process oh, taking too long? You pay them, <laughs> you bribe them. <laughs> okay. Um, no, but uh, one of the things that I do to get buy-in period, which could cover this, is again, we always need to focus on the other person. So now I am not focused on the audience that's watching the YouTube video. I am focused on um, my SME that is uh, not working well with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, hey, if we had this video, would it help you in your job? Are there any customers that you have waiting on this? Is there a way that um, how can this video help you? And I extract that information out of them. And then all of a sudden they want to play in the sandbox with me. Yeah. So motivating them by helping them see the value of what they're, they're good. Even though, yes, it's work. They're going to have to work, mm-hmm. but it's going to give mm-hmm. them that value. It, in my mind, it has to help them in their job. These videos are complicated. They take a lot of time. It needs to be benefiting multiple people involved. Right. Yeah. I mean, cause I, I would imagine that someone requested a video. It's not like you just thought, mm-hmm. sat there and said, Hey, I, although I do, I do do this sometimes. So it's sometimes like, what videos do we need? No, there, there's a, a real business need tied to the driving your, you or your team to have to create those videos. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. probably got to, con- maybe the SME doesn't know that maybe they yeah. haven't considered it. Yep. Yep. So they, they just need to internalize it a little bit. And then all of a sudden the doors open. Yeah, for sure. Although I'm sure cookies or, uh, you know, other bribes sometimes help. (laughs) I've actually never done that, but I totally would. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't know if we can do that in this COVID situation. I can't, can I bring you food? Um, I've never done that either, but I I have noticed that one of my most successful opportunities working with a subject matter expert was you know, getting them just by getting them excited about the work, getting them excited Mm -hmm. about what it meant that they wouldn't Mm -hmm. have to, you know, like this one guy, he was, he was doing all this training. He was the only person that knew, had the information in his head. And it's like, Hey, Mm -hmm. you can move on to other things. And that was exciting for him. Yeah. Yeah. I want to ask you of all this stuff that we're talking about specifically with script writing, right? Mm -hmm. You mentioned a lot, the blank page, right? Getting, Mm -hmm. just getting going, but for you really outside of, and I'm talking outside of all the other variables, SMEs or Mm -hmm. what the company wants or all those things. What's the hardest part do you think about just write, writing a script, particularly a 26 sentence script? Mm -hmm. Uh, The hardest part by far, 
by far is sitting down to do it. Um, sometimes like my brain's just going too fast and the writing part is kind of slow, right? It's like kind of quiet and slow. And mm -hmm. I, sometimes I have to psych myself out. <laughs> and, how, and how do you do that? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I bribe myself sometimes with M&Ms. <laughs> you can have one M&M every sentence. That, that's I'm about a No, seriously. I'm serious. Like, yes, that is true. <laughs> hey, whatever it takes to get 26 sentences written, I, you know, I, I, yep. I I'm down. Let's, uh, that's my new motivational mm -hmm. technique. Um, so yeah. For I think a lot of people, my guess is a lot of people are, are feel that very familiar kind of pain, uh, shorter shorter bribing themselves. Um, what advice would you give to someone to get better at this? Like, how does someone go about getting better? I mean, there's a standard answer, and I don't mean to kind of just diminish this, but like, like, oh, sure, practice. But I feel like sometimes practice in a vacuum doesn't make me better. I just, I make a lot of the mm. same mistakes and over, over and over. So do you have practices or ideas or things that people can be doing to may, maybe hone the, this craft of script writing? I mean, you've got, obviously your document, it looks like it's got a lot of great ideas, but rubber hits the road. How do they, how do they get better? Um, one thing I would do is study and if you can semi-memorize the list of the most 100 commonly used English words. And that has some very simple words and that makes your script easier and often faster to not only write, um, but somehow it makes it, your sentences easier to form as well. Uh, we'll just recommend people go search for it because they might have different preferences or I'm guessing there's... Mm -hmm. If wherever we had a lot of people that were international, they might want to be looking up their, their mm -hmm. language's most common words or they're in the UK versus yeah. uh, the US. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm the one site I'm looking at right now, it, the number one, I've got this is the. I'm good. <laughs> I can memorize that. <laughs> I learned that word a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. That's, so, but, but I, but I, 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 I think it makes sense, right? Like one of the challenges I find is I, because I think like with video creation, for instance, is tends, it can be technical and I'm sure you're dealing with a lot of very technical concepts and ideas, but the mm -hmm. audience isn't always technical, right? They don't always have the, mm -hmm the same vocabulary kind mm -hmm. of grasp of, you know, if you start mm -hmm. geeking out on photography with me, you know, I mean, it's how long it's embarrassing, how long it's take me to really understand the relationship between like ISO and aperture and uh, frame <laughs> you know, shutter speed, right? Like just getting uh -huh. those things down is like, it's a vocabulary thing, but you know, the right language makes it easier to be understood. Mm -hmm. Yep. So I kind of think about that. I was like, I'm going to let you slide as far as this video, I'm going to make it easy for you, but then I'm going to push you every now and then um, to teach you something. Um, so I think there's a little bit of a balance for in sure. the language. Okay. La last question before we wrap up, and it's going to, it's going to veer us a little bit off of just pure script writing because, um, and I saw this in your document and I, I, I know, you know, if, if you're a photographer, you probably think about story, right? You think about the role, like stories uh -huh. and how... Does the story play a role in your script? And if so, how? No, <laughs> no. not, not in Perfect. my current job. No, it does not. Um, I think it's something that we need to have top of mind. One thing to, 
I have found that anytime you include story, it is going to be a much longer video. And um, so we specifically support product documentation, which is how do you implement this application or how do you use it? So um, I, could we do story? Yeah, but that's really hard to extract. And then might be some legal issues and I don't know what else, but it is, it is a little bit more challenging. No. Well, I appreciate that answer because I think, uh, you know, I think uh, there's a lot of push for story right now. I, I see it kind of in, in, in video that like, Oh, you gotta have stories. But I, I, what I worry about, especially in instructional content and how to content is, um, if you've ever gone to a recipe website, and the first like three or four pages to a re before a recipe are all like this long story. And I just need to know what the ingredients are. It's, it gets frustrating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. okay. awesome. Well, Dana, I, I really appreciate you taking your time uh, out of your busy schedule. I mean, you could have been, you could have probably written 12, 13 sentences for the next script during this time. So I really appreciate yeah, it. I know. Um, Dana, you did share with me a document. Is it okay if I share that with everybody, the, the downloadable that has the, the, yes. the scripting content? Please. Okay. So Please do. I'm going to put that right in now. So if you guys want to download a document that we didn't get a chance to look at, uh, go ahead and go. It's in a Dropbox. You can just go download it. It should auto start downloading. Uh, it is going to... Uh, walk you through, let me pull it up here on my side, creative tutorial video, script design, audio video, talk you through a lot of the, some of the things that we talked about, give you some process stuff. Thank you so much for sharing this with our audience. I think it's a, a great resource and uh, I'm excited to, to have it at my disposal as well as to give it to everybody else. We know your, your document's not done, but any place they should go and look for it eventually. I mean, hopefully we'll see the, the messages on Twitter and LinkedIn and all the good places, but um, well, they can follow me anywhere at, well, I won't say anywhere, but at the Dana Haynes, um, or maybe a plug could be, could we redo this again in like six months and we'll like unleash the beast. Absolutely. I know you got lots of great things okay. th that you're working on, so we will definitely do that. So Dana, thanks okay. again. Uh, you know, thanks, Matt. You are welcome. With that said, I want to thank again our guest, Dana Haynes. You know, I want to thank everybody behind the scenes at Texans that is helping us put this all together. Our friends at Content 10X and so many more. We appreciate you guys tuning in and hopefully you'll be with us next week as we go live with another great episode of the Visual Lounge. We will see you guys next time. <laughs>